The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and a very big welcome from Barcelona and this is the OCD and Anxiety Podcast. I hope that you guys are doing well today and uh, if you do happen to be struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session uh, from me, somebody who's been there themselves. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. Today we take a look at the link between social anxiety and OCD because there is a huge link. Unfortunately when people are really struggling with OCD and this definitely impacted me a lot, uh, people tend to uh, stop socializing. They don't necessarily want to see people so much because the obsessions are so intense and you know they don't just they feel so anxious that they really don't feel like spending time with with people and unfortunately this is the worst thing that we can do this actually just makes things worse so in today's episode we're going to take a look at this uh, why it happens and what we can start doing about it if you do find this podcast helpful it would be amazing if you could like and follow on instagram my instagram handle is at robert james coaching uk so i really hope you enjoy the show today guys as always if you have any questions do please let me know and many thanks Picture the scene, you're out with a group of friends at a bar and everybody's having a good time and you know you kind of feel like you should be having a good time too except you're not because you're struggling with OCD and you know perhaps you're completely stuck in your head whilst everyone around you is you know laughing and having a good time connecting with each other but you know for you if you're struggling with rumination in that moment you may feel like you're completely disconnected like uh, you know you are the person who's at the party but nobody really wants to talk to you because you just got a a bit of a scowl or a miserable look on your face and uh, you know unfortunately this this was often me in the past in social situations when I was in my 20s and I was really struggling with OCD I would be you know out uh, doing things often you know maybe drinking a little bit too much to deal with the anxiety in those situations and okay yes I might I might kind of socialize a little bit and then interact with people but I never truly felt like I was being myself I never truly you know relaxed into that environment because I was so often just stuck in my head with the thoughts and you know a lot of the time I just wouldn't want to do social things at all and some you know some of the time I actually just stopped there was a period you know of about six months where I literally didn't want to do any socializing at all it was very hard you know to push myself to to get out there at all fortunately you know I turned that around and you know I think this is this is really important and 
obviously today's uh the title of today's podcast is you know the link between social anxiety and ocd and uh it is a massive link i think so many people who struggle with ocd also struggle with uh social anxiety you know generally people who have ocd tend to be quite sensitive uh, and quite concerned about what other people uh, think and believe about them. And so, you know, going into a social situation can trigger all sorts of uh, worries and obsessions. Um, and so it can stop us from, from doing that. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that really is the worst thing that we can do because, you know, if we just stop going to social situations because we're, we are afraid of you know, what we're going to look like or, you know, if, if we get stuck in an obsession or a rumination, what people are going to think about us. Unfortunately, all we're actually doing is reinforcing that situation and making it much harder uh, to, to actually go to social situations in the future. So it is absolutely incredibly important that we do everything that we can to keep going to um, social, um, social activities because, you know, this is the only way that we can learn to be present in those situations and learn, you know, to be, to be accepting of the anxiety that these situations produce because whether we like it or not, we are social creatures. Humans are incredibly social and you know some kind of social interaction is very important for our well-being so with this in mind i'm going to share my top tips for socializing when you struggle with ocd Um, and first off i think the most important thing is to try to view the whole experience as an opportunity for exposure because that's exactly what it is you know if you're going to a, a social setting there's a couple of things, you know. Number one, you might be uh, you might be concerned because you're worrying about what other people are going to think about you in that situation, and to a certain extent, everyone struggles with that. But obviously, if you have OCD, that's going to be worse. But the other thing that you're probably not going to like if you're struggling with OCD is the fact that. It, it kind of means it's going to be harder for you to ruminate uh, and to fully focus on your obsessions because there's going to be other people around. They're going to be distracting you. They're going to be, you know, trying to get your attention perhaps. And that means that your, you know, your obsessions or your rituals are going to be constantly being uh, interrupted. And if you're, you know, if you're a typical OCD kind of person, that's quite frustrating. If you're in the middle of, you know, trying to work something out in your head, looking for that kind of perfect compulsion, or if you are, you know, performing a ritual in a way, you don't want anybody to to come and interrupt that. And actually, one of the best things you can actually do in regards to that is to you know interrupt that compulsion is to stop that ritual in the middle of it and this is where social situations can be really helpful so if you view um you know the social situation as a, as an exposure as a challenge you know it 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 can help motivate you to to go to that social situation and to look upon it um not just in regards of you know, I didn't have fun or, or it wasn't entertaining or the people were annoying or whatever, um, you know, and trying to look at it um, from the perspective of, you know, was I able to be present 
you know, was I able to interrupt my, uh, you know, my, my internal dialogue and really pay attention to what my friends were saying and really try to be there with them? Um, which leads into my next point, you know, if you're doing an exposure here, then also what you're practicing is the ability to be present. And this is a huge part of acceptance commitment therapy is learning how to be more in the present moment. And again, this offers you uh, an excellent opportunity. The exposure is is basically staying present to the people that you're with, despite the nagging worries and obsessions telling you to go back into your head and to think about them. So to do this, what you can really try to do is bring a mindful focus onto everything about that social situation. Really try to pay attention to what your friends uh, are saying to you. Really try to notice uh, exactly the you know what they're looking like as they're speaking to you. What are the expressions they're making? What is the what is their tone of voice like? Can you notice anything new about them that you've not seen before? Uh, have have they done their hair in a different way? Are they wearing you know nice clothes? Try to notice all of these details about the different people that you may be engaging with. And this will really help you to, to stay anchored um, into the present moment during, during the situation. Another big tip um, that I think is important is to try to, to limit the amount of alcohol you drink or even try to avoid alcohol altogether. Now, you know, like you may cringe at, uh, at this if you're somebody who, you know, likes to drink in social situations. So, of course, I'm not always, I'm not saying that always you should not drink, you know, like, but occasionally, perhaps you could try this out where you go to a, si a social situation, you're using it as an exposure. So you don't really want to, to drink something to lessen uh, the anxiety that you're going to feel. And, you know, what you want to do is just to just be there to experience whatever's happening and whatever anxiety comes up is going to come up. And if you're not drinking, you're going to be able to experience that rather than uh, numbing out to those sensations. Um, it may just be the case that you try to drink a little bit less than normal. Of course, that's absolutely fine as well. There's no app, you know, exact way to do it. So whatever works, you know, well for you. But just bear in mind that, you know, alcohol is obviously, you know, numbing down those difficult uh, feelings that you're experiencing. And if you do really want to, to learn to overcome OCD and anxiety, we do have to learn how to feel those feelings and accept them. Now, in regards to this, you might actually also want to create a social exposure um, hierarchy. And because, you know, perhaps alcohol, not drinking alcohol in a social situation would be, you know, something that's that's pretty difficult for you and would be higher up on the hierarchy. Uh, maybe you could start out with, you know, with doing something that is, um, you know, a little bit less hard. And so if you are really struggling at the moment with OCD and your social life is really, you know, really uh, taking a hit, then perhaps setting up this, uh, this hierarchy of exposures uh, for you in regards to social situations would be really helpful. And choosing things that are, you know, a little bit easier at first. So just meeting with one friend, for example, for a coffee or a tea, you know, could be, uh, you know, a more gentle exposure. 
and then gradually building up to more challenging things, meeting with larger groups of friends or even meeting with people that you don't really know that well. Um, you know, building up in that way, um, in, in a gentle way, is often, you know, really helpful. Um, and likewise, I would also really recommend that, you know, if you are going to socialize, try to hang out with people who are supportive and, and kind. You know, if you are struggling with um, OCD and anxiety, kind of the last thing in a way that you want is uh, to hang out with people who are going to make you feel bad about yourself, who don't respect you, who give you a hard time. And so, you know, try to, to choose the people that you're going to spend time with wisely. And the final tip that I'd like to mention is, uh, is something... You know, it's a little bit different because it's kind of not really about acceptance. It's about something else. But I still think that it's helpful. And that is to act as if you're already feeling um, how you want to feel in that situation, you know. And I think this is helpful because if you're just sat there and you're in your head and you're focused on that internal dialogue, it can be very hard to break out of that. But if you choose to put on a bit of an act and really go along with whatever's happening, really try to pay attention to the jokes and, you know, even force yourself to, to laugh when people are making jokes with you, you know, really try to uh, emphasize like um, a story that you're expressing and communicate it in, in the best way that you possibly can, you know, really try to get involved and, and act as if you are you know, already feeling confident. And that will come across. And before you know it, you might even start to uh, enjoy the situation a lot more uh, than you perhaps thought that you that you would. So that's it for today, guys. I really hope that you found that helpful. And uh, as always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Please remember, if you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free consultation uh, with me. All you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and uh, send me a message and we, we can sort that out. And if you like, you can also follow me on Instagram uh, at robertjamescoachinguk. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.